began to explore a number of options of how we approach, how we look at the concept of the various of either individuals who are great people or of those who are on a high level. Now let's look at the Kuzari's way of dealing with this. So I study Gimel. The first thing he says is Amar Achaver Chet Shehigdiluhu Aleim Legadlusam. It's a chait which was made bigger because of their greatness. And as yes, it's true, with the Kazari, the king asked him, but it was a chait which was magnified because they were great people. And the fact that a person's chatoim can be counted means there are not too many of them. For a person who's making mistakes the whole time. So we don't, we're not going to focus on the one time he said a brach without kavana, or the one time he forgot to do whatever he was meant to do because there's too many times. So he says two points. Number one, it's true there was a chet which was magnified. He goes to the first approach in the meantime. And the second one is it's a matter that the, that the Pasuk makes mention of the few times Klaus will make mistakes because it means that there were only those few times. The king doesn't accept this. You're trying to defend your people. What could be a bigger area than Avodah In other words, the, the whole basis of the Emunah was that HaKadosh Baruch in charge is nothing else. And therefore, the ultimate, so to speak, lack of belief, or the ultimate, so to speak, lack down to Hashem, would be the fact that they went to serve something else. So, yes, it's, 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 you call it the one chayt klai yisrael. That doesn't take away from the severity of the avera. Very good. Okay, so now look at the, now the, the Chacham is going to give us his new approach of how to explain chatzayim. And look, let's read inside this and together what he says. And he takes a very interesting approach. Amar So the Chacham replies to the king. He says, I meant what I said. Where I said that the people on a great level, and that's why they sinned. I meant what I said. But Harpadimat, give me a chance. Now, let me, let me say what I want to say before you interrupt me. First, let me explain to you the level class we were at. In other words, he wasn't just saying passing yes, it was a mistake which was magnified because they were great people. First, let me explain what I meant. What I meant when I said they were great people, then you'll understand what happened with Chaytag. But Daini the eight. What's my proof that they were great people? When Hashem had to choose who He wanted from all the all the different uh, populations in the world, all the different nations, who He chose, he, he, the proof is He chose Klal Yisrael. Who chose who? Oh. We spoke about this once before. We'll talk about it again. And that is right now He's saying Hashem chose us, and we say that, and that's, that's not a chiddush. We say it. Right? We, we say again and again, Hashem chose us. So you could, you could say, where do we say Hashem chose us? If you look in the Pesukim, it's much the other way around. Hashem offered the Torah to everybody, and we chose Hashem. Okay, so we'll answer the question. But in the meantime, let me just finish the line that uh, Kazari wants to say. So he said, if you want to see, work like Israel are great people, yes. What's the proof? Hashem chose us. Until 
Not only that, Nevoah, like we saw before, we spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu and Makayish on a specific Mela, Nevoah needs a certain spiritual level. It doesn't come for nothing. A person has to be on that rarefied spiritual madrega that he can attach himself to something spiritual and see Nevoah. So my second proof of the guidance of Kayashral is they were all able to see Nevoah. Now, it's true that that was something which they weren't really able to do. In other words, it was a special gift that Hashem gave them for Matan Torah to be able to experience Nevoah. And you see the fact that they weren't really holding with that Madrega, that the experience of Nevoah, they all died. And Hashem had to bring them back to life again. But what he's trying to prove is that the fact that they could, even, even with all of that, they could still experience some level of Nevoah, was a raya that they were on a level which was on a high enough level that that they could hear the nevoah. Not only that, the other in the neshaim, the higher in the vias. Even ladies of Christ were also in the vias. Achas the higher chal in the halakhi kim biyechidim bivnei adam ach adam arishon. Until then, nevoah had only come to people, very few people in the world history. Adam Arishan, Noyach, maybe Shem Ve'ever, the Avos, that's all. And now, we have an entire nation who all are able to hear the book. The Tanah Deliyahu says no. The Tanah Deliyahu says that they asked Deliyahu and Novi this question, and his answer was, Meilani Alay Shemayim Ve'oretz, Bein Ish, Bein Isha, Ken Mekabal in the book, the female same. If a person prepares himself correctly, and the, 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 on the correct version of both men and women could be in the vim. The fact that there were more men in the vim than ladies is just... We don't know if that's true. There were more men who were sent to us to give us the world than ladies. And it makes sense. Even the ladies that we know in the vim, there was only two of them who were sent with Nevoah. The others were in the vim, they told us, that because in their own rights, in their own lives, they had Nevoah, so we know about it. But the, as, a, as a messenger from Hashem to the Jewish people, we only know of two ladies who were in the vim. One was Tavira. And uh, the, the reason there was there was no one else in that door. It was the door which was only Nevi'ah. And the other one was Chulba, the time of Yemi'ah Novi. The other Nevi'ahs you know about, Sarah, was one opinion at least, the other Yemi'ahs, um, Esther, Abigail, Miriam, were Nevi'ahs in that day. We know within their own life they had Nevi'ah. But that they were, were they sent as messengers to Christ or not? No. Hashem chose men as having the public job of being the messenger, so to speak, to Klai Yisrael. Mm-hmm. And even in the Midbar you see that. Moshe and Aaron and Miriam were all in the similar darga. Moshe was great, but I'm saying they were all in the Veen. The Maestro Hashem never sent Miriam to do something. He sent Moshe and Aaron, those were his messengers. Miriam was also in the Veen. Could be in a similar stature. She also died in Mrs. Neshika. Right? But the Maestro, she wasn't... So the Nevi'ah, or the Nevi'ah we know about, mostly were people who were sent with the message to Klai Yisrael. Like the Gemara says, there were millions of Nevi'ah. So, there are a lot of people we don't know about, but they're men, whether they're women, we don't know either. Okay, so anyway, but the idea is that an entire nation, entire people could experience the book. That was something which hadn't happened before. The Adam says to the king, You're going to agree with me. Adam Harishan, he, he deserves to be a Navi. Why? Because the person Hashem creates was going to be created in the, the perfect sense a person could be. So before the Chet, now we're talking. Of course, Adam would be Zechot to Nebuah. That was the best, that was the perfect, perfect person, that, so to speak, that Hashem created. Ki ein taina b'shleimus ma'isa. Me'osu chacham yachol. Right? There's no taina on the, on the perfection of what can, can be created when the Creator is Hashem. 
the way he made him, what he made him, how he made him. He fashioned the autumn the way he wanted the autumn to be. Not only that, there were no natural reasons why Adam would be missing anything of perfection. Now, the way that the Rabbi Levi understood medicine was the same way that all the Rishonim understood medicine. And that is that they understood there were certain, when he talks about koichas uh, in the body, which if there weren't, if there's something missing in them, so they're called sickness or called weakness, whatever it would be. And therefore, the, the way they understood was that if somebody had an issue, we could trace it back either to a chulsha in the father or chulsha in the mother. And as a result of that weakness or, or that problem, that's what came out in the child. Not very different to the way we understand genetics today. But he says, the matter of was created by Hashem, and therefore there was nothing missing in him. Either from the Sheikh of Zara'av, not from what the father contributed, not from his mother contributed, he didn't have parents. Not from the nutrition he had as a child, not from experiences he had as a child. Not because of the, the, his illnesses in the air, or by mind, or things which come from drinking contaminated water, anything like that. In other words, all the various reasons which could lead to a person getting sick or not being the optimal person, then the plant admiration. Hashem created him as an adult, and as a healthy adult, and the way he's meant to be. And Hashem gave him his neshama in that sense. And he gave him intelligence, which is the most a human being can have. And I was just getting to lots of different examples how Adam Arish was created in every sense perfect, spiritually perfect. Physically perfect, healthy, with the neshama Hashem wanted him to have, and also nevuah. As well as the koyach eloki, the spiritual awareness, besides for his seichel, but the that maida of being able to connect to spiritual entities, which we call nevuah. Right. That was the Lamaid of Admiration, and that's why we understand Admiration experience in the book. And the Lamaid of Admiration is the Lamaid of Admiration. Now, that was Adam himself. What about his descendants? Behold, Banim Rabim, Behold, Hayamim Roy, Lies, Bimakim Adam, Ella Hebel. Behold, Daimilai. Adam had other children. The only one which was similar to Adam was Hebel. Interesting. Like Kasher Hargai Kain Achiv, if they can also buy. Cain was jealous of Hevel because Hevel was a perfect person like Adam was and Cain wasn't. And therefore Cain was jealous of Hevel and Hevel was, so to speak, much better than he was. And therefore he killed him. And after that, Nasan attacked of Shais. So Hashem gave him Shais. And also Shais was in similar to He was a Hemshech of Adam Rishon. He had the same Midas, the same, to some extent at least. They continue admiration, and Cain and his descendants were like a clipper. They weren't on the same level. Now, this is the Kiddush, which you don't see in the Torah. And that is, we think of Cain and Hevel as being created equals. They're both sons, both brothers, both similar. And the reason why Cain was jealous of Hevel was because of the carbon or because of the extra twin, if you want to go into the Midrash. And that's why he wanted to kill him. Here we see that, uh, here saying something else, which is interesting. A battle comes from the Kabbalah. We don't know exactly who taught of Yudha Levi Kabbalah. It's not one of the trees of Kabbalah we are aware of. But this is something which is clearly, it comes from the Zahar. 
And that's what he's referring to over here. What the Zara says is like this. The Chazal say that Lashon Gemara in number of places, Kesheba Nachash al Chava Hitel Bozoma. When the snake came to Chava, so he contaminated her. He made a tummy. Zoma is a kind of a tummy. That's what the Gemara says. The Zara takes it a step further. And that is, he says, Kesheba Nachash al Chava means that he was, he was boiled Chava. And the child of the snake in Chava was Cain. And the child of Adam and Chava was Hevel. And therefore, Cain was inferior. He wasn't the son of Adam in the same way. And therefore, he was jealous of Hevel. And that's why he killed Hevel. And when Kodesh Baruch Hu gave Adam Shais, again, Shais was born 130 years later. He was a child of Adam and Chava. That's why he was also, uh, like he says, he was a scholar like Adam was. He was a continuation of Adam Arishan. He also says that when we mean Hitler by Zoma, it doesn't mean that Cain was only from the Nachash. It means he had influence on him. So the other children would also be. And therefore, even though it says by all the Doris from Adam, it says Vayoda this one, Vayoda that one, Vayoda Bonim Abonis. The Torah doesn't talk about the Bonim Abonis. The reason why the Rebbe explains is because those Bonim Abonis weren't the Hemshech of the same Mayras of Adam. They didn't have all his qualities, they didn't have that same, all the characteristics that Adam was meant to have. They were all influenced by the, so to speak, the influence of the snake. And he's going to say that. So, Shais, Enlish. Of all Shais's children, the one which came out with all the manners of a human being was Enlish. Same thing in the, all the generations from Adam until Noach, the individual in each door, which was Mamshech, so to speak, what Adam originally had, was that one that's mentioned. And therefore, they were diamonds to Adam. When you cry, Bnei Elohim, Shleimim, Bibriosim, Bimidasim, Varichas Ayamim, Avachachus of Yecholus. Now the pasuk says in the Bereishis that the Bnei Elohim took the Bnei to Adam. The Bnei Elohim, he's explained not Malachim, like the Midrash says. He says in each star, the one which was diamond to Adam Arishan was called that line, which are the ten names we have of Adam, Sheish, Kainan, Nahala, whatever it is. Yeah. But those are the ones who were similar to Adam Arishan. They had all his minus, his health, interesting, his, his the length of their lives. And his abilities. So there was two tracks, if you're going to call it this, the way I really have explained to us. There were two tracks in human beings. They were the ones who continued the spiritual or even physical qualities of other Marishan. One in each door. One. And everybody else, the body of Abanus, there was some mixture of Adam and Snake, and they were considered people, so the doesn't care about them. They populated the world, there were lots of people. But the Messiah didn't have the, all, the, all the attributes to continue our admiration. A little bit more. We, so you're holding by Nayak. And why should the king accept Bukhar also? And that is that normally, it's like, like Yaakov Venus says to Ruven, yes, it's the ace, the yes, always. As the Bukhar, you should have taken the, the, the lion's share of my koichas. You're meant to get more koich, you're meant to get more of my level as the Bukhar. That was one, one, meant to be one of the minors of the Bukhar. Okay. It says the Chacham Bechay Minayach Adabram. The same thing applies. Each star tells us one person, and the other people were Bonim or Bonis, they don't count. Until Abram. The Ashish Ahayam and Mishaloi Davak by Inyan Ayloki Katerach. And it could be that even in those Doris, there were people who didn't connect to Nebuah, they weren't Tadikim, like Terach, for example, you know, is Ayyavah Rizara. Abla Abram Benoi, Ayatamid Laavi Aviv Ebe. Avram didn't learn from his father Terach, he learned from his great great grandfather Eber. 
So this is something else we don't find in an interesting in the Mufarshim so much, and also not so much in Chazal. We don't find Abraham as a Talmud of anybody. Normally we talk about Abraham as, so to speak, finding his own track in life and coming to things on his own. Here he tells us that Abraham was a Talmud of Eve, which was his great-grandfather. Not only that, Abraham met Noach. If you work out the amount of years that Noach lived after the Mabu, and the amount of years until Abraham was born, there was an overlap. So he says, Abraham met Noach also. And therefore, this is the Nevoah was transmitted. So it skipped a few days in between. There were a few Rishayim along the line. But the transmission was from the great-grandfather to the great-grandson. Noach to Shem to Eved Tavra. They saw each other. They could transmit the, the idea of Nevoah. And again he said, Avram was a Talmud of Eved. Isn't it a tremendous Kiddush? It never seems anywhere else. Valkei Nikro Ivri. Why was Avram called Avram Ivri? So Chazal say, because he came from the Eved, I know. The Kazari says, because he was a Talmud of Eved. So it's Avram, the Talmud of Eved. Avram Ivri. The Eved is Skulas Shem. The Shem is Skulas Noach. Right? Shem was, out of three, Noach's three sons, Shem was the chosen one to who was the best. And out of Shem's descendants, Eved was the best. So he made a direct transmission. Noach, Shem, Eved, Avram. Another Kiddush, and another Kiddush based on the understanding of how the Yishayim understood the world. How do you know that Hashem was Noach's favorite son? Because when Noach apportioned the world between his three sons, he gave Shem Eretz Yisrael. Right? When he gave the Eayam, so to speak, the Mediterranean countries in Europe to Yephes, and he gave Africa to, to, to Cham, and he gave Eretz Yisrael, and that was before there was any concept of Yiddishkeit or Yidden even. So what, was, what is the big Maya to show? It's the perfect climate. The Aklimim Hashavim, which means the perfect climate. So the best place in the world to be, that's what he gave to Shem. Right? So there you see, that's, uh, and not only that, it was the Admas and And that's the second Kiddush. We haven't seen anywhere else. It's true, Chazal said, that once Klaishor came to Eretz Yisrael, Nabim didn't get Nebuah in Chutzlaretz. Chazal says in a number of places. They said about Yaina, that he ran away from Eretz Yisrael because he wouldn't get Nebuah in Chutzlaretz. The Chazal asked in Yechesko, how did he get Nebuah in Babel? Right? They talk about Marachai Vesta. Right? Because there's no Nebuah in Chutzlaretz. But with the way Chazal always explains it is once the Nebuah came to Eretz Yisrael. Once Klai Yisrael came there, that's when Nebuah sent it. Because I understand it's not like that. He's understanding even before, even before Avraham Avinu, even before everything, right? Eretz Yisrael was the Admas and Nebuah. Eretz Kanan was the place of Nebuah. And Noach gave it to Shem because he saw Shem as being his spiritual heir to the spiritual purpose that he had. The Yath of the Safan, he went north to Europe, the Kham of Darim to Africa. Okay, so we have to argue to stop here for tonight, but just let's understand what we've seen. So he said three things which uh, so far in his introduction, what he wants to say. Number one, you should understand that in order to be in a certain darga, that a person is able to get Nebuah, Hashem will create the Adam in that area. And he explains in detail why, why, why Adam wasn't afflicted by any of the problems or weaknesses that other people could be afflicted by. Not all Adam's descendants had that. It was not just a spiritual thing, it was a physical thing too. Right? It was Adam, Hevel, Shais, and they went down the line until Noach. Noach, Shem, Eber, Avram. That was the line of, so to speak, 
human beings which were meant to be human beings which were able to get Nebuah on a higher level. All the other people in the world, they weren't done. They weren't on that level. So this is his, now, this is something again which we, we see as a Chiddush of the Khazari, pretty much. And that is that we see that it wasn't just Tzadik and Rishayim. They were different people. He says they were healthier. He said they had all the Midas, the physical Midas. They were different people. There was two tracks in humanity. This is all big Chiddush. It's all big Chiddush. But that's what he said so far. But as Hashem next time, we'll go back to, we'll explain how he's going to bring this to explain the Midas of Klai Yisrael. Do you remember he 